What's happening, everybody? Welcome, 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 welcome to the show. We are your hosts, Chase and Miles, and we are at the Lucky Duck. Duck. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, everybody. I was supposed to say that part. Oh. We need to go back, do it again. No. Okay. So what's up? Today we're drinking Dirty Martins. Is what I know them as. Um, Cousin of the Dirty Martini. Yep. What's different about it? Mm, There's absolutely nothing. Cling. Cling. Cheers. Cheers. Let's give this a good slurpy slurp. Okay. Mm, Extra dirty today, boys. Yep. It tastes like I just ate an olive. Mm. That's because in this particular drink, we have... Belvedere organic vodka. We have extra dry, dry vermouth, and of course, to make it extra extra dirty, we got some olive brine. Um, olive brine is from the olive branch. Is the the vinegar, the juice uh, that you can get from an, a jar of olives, right? Um, and uh, they actually sell it at like places like Total Wine or your local liquor store. Uh, separate, you can just buy the juice. Um, so where did the olives go? Well, uh, they murdered all of them. They committed olive genocide. The thing I don't like about this is buying the jar after the olives have been there because you don't know. Like the guy who had the jar before, mm-hmm. was he? eating them he's kind of mm. like taking bites and putting them back yeah. so now you're getting shit from his mouth in your olive yeah. brine yeah he cleans them with his mouth before <clears throat> he puts them in the jar right and then he puts the pits back in the jar and he's mm-hmm. like saving them for later yeah cooks them up probably makes a good stew well he strains them he strains them and if you cook if you cook your if you boil your olive brine to 165 degrees to kill off all the bacteria before putting in the drink like i do Okay. To avoid any olive brine makers backwash. Olive uh, brine makers. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're describing right now, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, you got to kill all that out. You got to do your homework. You can't just go f- straight from olive brine juice bottle to c- cocktail mixer. You got to strain it. You got to okay. emulsify it. You got to um, cold strain it. You yeah, know, this makes sense. It. Because last time I ha- I bought olives from the store... Uh, I got COVID after that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people don't know, but um, yeah, the leading cause of COVID nineteen is actually dirty martinis. That's what the dirty and dirty martini comes from. Is like that's it's actually not the the color or like the discoloration of the cocktail after you add the brine. It's actually just that that brine juice is really dirty. Okay. Is that why my throat is scratchy now? Yep. Okay. Is that why you have a sudden rise? And we need to do a COVID nineteen test. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, it's good. I I don't. Do you like olives? No, hate them. Okay, I used to absolutely hate them as well, and I I still don't like those little black olives that they put on, you know, Subway sandwiches or a lot mm-hmm. of times if you go to a cheaper pizza place they'll just put those those ones that come in the can. You yeah, know what I'm gross. talking about. Yeah, they're, th- they're gross. Those are nasty, but. I have recently become more cultured mm. and I am now an artisan and I've been traveling the world, trying different olives all around the world. You name it. Every country I've been to tried all the olives. And I think that I'm starting to like olives. I think I've always just had bad olives. Mm. That could be a thing. But if you have the right olives, 
They were pretty good. I could, I could, uh, I could see that. I could yeah. see that. Maybe we're just getting the trash olives, you know, on your everyday olive experience, you know. No doubt. So it's the pizzas, it's the, um, you know, some pasta sauces put black olives in them. You yeah. Know? I feel like just the black uh, olive is kind of like the trash olive that yeah. they made too much of. That they were just like, hey, we could sell these really cheap, get rid of them somehow, and somehow. Through that process, it just became an institution. Um, For you know. sure. Yeah, I mean, look, if I order a, a tuna panini and you're putting black olives in it, I'll send it back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, that, that's how it's got to be. You don't do that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. And don't, you don't surprise people either. Don't Don't try to make yourself fancy or try to upscale or punch up your dish by adding black olives right i guarantee you you're just gonna get laughed at don't fuck with it yeah just leave them uh, leave them in the fridge or wherever you put it's your, rude yeah it's rude it's uh, it's actually i don't know i would i would consider it kind of like a, a hate crime or an assault mm-hmm. you know like it's an assault on my well-being that you just try to get me to eat these i yeah. don't know it's just kind of gross it really pisses me off yeah but green olives and and, and i don't know i've had um I've had, I don't know if they're, they're they're not the same as the black olives you'll get in the, in the cans and stuff, but, but blacker olives than the green ones. I don't know what they are. Mm. Uh, I mean, they kind of have different colors. It's like gray. There's, there's, uh, lighter blacks, purple, purple kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what the different olives are. I know I really like the green ones. Okay. Uh, especially, I mean, there's also different types of green ones because you'll get some that are huge. Yes. And then you get the kind that are real small and the pit is, you know, like half the, half the olive. Mm-hmm. And so you put it in your mouth, you eat it, spit the pit out and it's pretty good. I love when someone has taken some olive oil mm. to put some olives in it, sometimes some garlic, salt and pepper, something yeah. like some kind of seasoning like that. Cook them up a little bit. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good for me. You got to chop them up. You got to mince them. You got to mince them, you know? And then add the oil and like the oregano and like get, a, With get like a mixture and then like a spread almost. Yeah. For me, I just can't just eat the entire olive. It's just a little too much. You just haven't me. had good olives yet. Dude, so where where do I got to go to get the best olives? The last place I had great olives was Lisbon, Portugal. Okay. Yeah. That place, I don't know what it is, if it's the olives that they produce there or just the way they make them. Maybe just Portuguese olive making yeah but it was so good Mm. so good and like like i said i'm not that big of a fan of olives but i really liked them after that yeah having that with some cheese some bread some Mm -hmm. wine yep Mm. yeah yeah i've heard a lot of people uh rave about italian olives yeah maybe i i honestly can't say that I've had an Italian olive that I knew, where I knew it was an Italian olive. Yeah. So I, I can't judge it. They have a whole restaurant named after the Olive Garden. You know? Shit. They know. I've never been there. Um, you're missing out. It's this great new restaurant. No, it's not new, but it's like it's like authentic because it's been it's, around a while. It's like family owned. Like get your um, I don't know. They they make hair pasta from scratch every morning. Um, so you'd say that. 10 out of 10. Olive Garden, Italy, 
Mm. like Italian quality food. If you had, if you went to, to, to mm. Rome mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. you'd have the same kind of dish. I'm, I'm, it's like, it's like a cart before, before the horse situation. It's mm. like who inspired who, you know, like wow. was Italy inspired, like Italian food inspired from the Olive Garden or like, I, I want to say maybe, right. I want to say maybe it's been around a while. Though. Yeah. 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 But yeah, good stuff. Good okay. stuff. They make the best olives there. Actually, it's like every dish they try to incorporate the olive. That it's, makes sense. I mean, why would you name it Olive Garden? Yeah, it's called Olive Garden. Right. Um, Which is a genius name, by the way. I mean, garden, mm-hmm. that's where you're getting all your veggies and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, so they have everything's the garden fresh. They everything's probably fresh. Every morning, they have a crew that goes out, picks up the olives fresh from the vine. Wow. Uh, yeah, in the in the in the in the greenhouse that they have on site, um, and then they they prep them. Actually, when you first sit down, that's the that's what they serve you with is big bowl of olives in the middle of the table, and um, yeah, and and like you're supposed to eat all of those. You can't eat them. Until, you can't leave until you eat them all. It's kind of actually rude. It's part of the whole like package when you go there. It's like a rule. They have like a set of five rules. Right on the. So you being someone who doesn't really like olives, how did you manage to get through? Did you just put them in your pocket or something? Yeah, like uh, you could do that. You could do the whole like, hey, I have to go to the bathroom, and then you you know take them <laughs> take them out of your pocket, uh, or you know you slowly slide them in your shoe. You know when you're sitting down, you kind of just like reach down, put them in your shoe, and then you kind of you know you gotta walk slowly or else you get the whole as you walk out the door, and they're like, hey. Hey, those those all ups you got in your shoe. Hey, get back here and finish them. And they'll make they'll make you they'll make you finish them. They'll actually like uh, t- bring you back to your table yeah. politely, and and uh, they'll they'll like bang out the shoe, you know, like yeah. on the on the plate on the plate. Yeah, and put some parmesan come, on they'll it. Come down. They'll 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 say, hey, we'll offer you complimentary right. parmesan if you promise not to do that again. Okay. But this is pretty, I feel like this is a very Italian way to get things done, right? I Like yep. like the Italian mafia, I feel like that's a classic Italian culture, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. One, one can say that like the Olive Garden wrote the book on the mafia, you know, it's... So uh, not only did they inspire Italian food. It's so good. It's so good. I mean, besides the olive part and the whole like being restrained to the table before you right. finish, it's about 127, 128 olives that they give you at the, the table at the beginning. Of so you want to go there with someone who loves the olives just yep. in case you can't get them down, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or be or bring somebody that's really sneaky, you know, just your sneakiest friend to help you get through. Right. Because if you if you can get past that, they actually have a really good offering of, of wine, like a pairing of wine, wine mm. and olive. You know they do a dirty they do a dirty red blend. They make their own wine. Uh, well, they don't make their own wine, but they do make their own blends. It's uh, of wallet olive brine and 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 red. It's like a red blend, but yeah. it turns it turns like purple. Almost. Okay, I don't. Okay, I there's think... floaters. A lot of floaters. Yeah. <laughs> if you like floaters in your wine, which I do, I yeah. love I love uh, a good floater in my wine. Like what's that? It's a kind of like a mystery. Like what's floating? Right. You know you can play that game. Like is what's that floating? is that what green wine is? Is that what is that what is or no, you said it's like more purple. Mm, it's like a pur- yeah. It, it gets real, real dark real quick okay. when you add the olive brine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It gives it like a vinegar taste. Like if you love okay. the taste of just uh, a hot plate of olive pasta with some olive, you know, a dirty, dirty wine. You just right. This goes really well together. And this is popular. There, S- dude. Are. Yeah, it's all. It's basically all they serve. Okay. On the yeah, it's a red it's blend. Uh, I never heard of this. Yeah, so it's weird. It's uh, actually the yeah. It's 
pretty great. It's good. Yeah. Okay. I, I was on my list. Yeah. So uh, the Olive Garden, I guess that's uh, the place to be. Cheers. Cheers to the Olive Garden. Cheers. 57 great years. Solid. Family run since 97. Family run. Who's who? Which family? Remember the uh, the little mascot on the on the um, the kids coloring uh, sheet that they give you when you get there. I haven't been. If you go to a restaurant and they give you and they give you uh, one of those printouts, those eleven eight and a half by eleven printouts, or maybe they're like eleven by seventeen with and a pack of crayons. Yeah. Just leave. Those are the type of restaurants you don't want to be at. Okay. Um, but do you remember, do you remember for some reason, don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) No, they, uh, the Olive Garden had one and the mascot was this all, it was like a bread, they had like a breadstick mascot and then they had the olive mascot. Oh, I don't remember the mascot. It was like the Olive Garden, like Matt, like kids, like every, okay. I feel like every yeah, um, I didn't color. I wasn't creative, so every restaurant chain like that that had the little printout for the kids to color on. They had the like there's like a little mascot, you know, like uh, yeah, like Tony the Tiger. Yeah, there was like Outback had the like kangaroo or yeah. something like that, and yeah, Longhorn. It was like I don't know, probably like uh, a, cow. a cow. Yeah, a Longhorn cow. <laughs> yeah. A little cute little mascot that you were eventually going to eat at the end it, of the day, right? The, the dinner. You're like, let's celebrate by being friends with our food. Yeah, yep, uh, and that's how Peter was born. Peter, mm-hmm. Peter Parker. Yeah. Okay. You haven't heard of Peter Parker? <laughs> Spider Man, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do people is Peter still like a? Uh, is it still going strong? Uh, I don't know. Like they're still like a very active organization, <clears throat> but you used to hear a lot. You used to hear a lot about them. I I think back in the day. Yeah, I think probably. I, honestly, I'm surprised they're not more relevant than they used to be. Mm. I think maybe what it is is that uh, more. It's more mainstream to, uh, like, to be vegan, vegetarian, whatever. Mm-hmm. So maybe, <clears throat> maybe people are more like. Uh, less focused on it right it's yeah. not as extreme it's like mm-hmm. oh people are against uh like PETA is is very uh by the way so uh, we're watching the alabama auburn game oh shit and auburn is winning oh go auburn <laughs> so they just scored time. <laughs> and uh they, they got the the point after so now it's 2021 auburn dun 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 the Iron Bowl never disappoints. Uh, such a such a great game. It's sponsored by PETA. So is it really? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> like as we live and breathe, PETA is sponsoring. Uh, yeah. No, I, I think you know there's a lot. There's actually a lot of so- celebrities that that donate to it that yeah. you wouldn't you would never expect. Yeah. So it's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, I feel I feel like I haven't heard them. Uh, I don't know. They haven't been in the mainstream news in a while. Yeah. 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 It's kind of like calmed down, you know? For sure. I th- yeah, again, I think it's like people want uh, something to be so passionate about. Mm-hmm. And it's like that was the probably one of the easiest paths to be like loud, right? Because yeah. kind of like it's uh, – it was less common for people to be like pro-animal rights. And then now it's become much more of a, a popular. Like when you go to the store, the number of free-range – egg choices you have is almost the same amount as you know the whatever generic walmart version yeah and some of them i think are actually even say things like cage free or whatever 
yeah. which are which are all the buzzwords of so maybe it's more like now that animals have more rights mm. it's they're less extreme about that. it PETA did that <laughs> yeah PETA. he was marketing Thank you, PETA. You did your part. Now we have seven different types of free-range chicken eggs yeah. to choose from. I used to buy the, uh, I, forget, I forget the brand name of them, but they're the ones that are like the uh, free roam, I think it's supposed to be called, right? Because mm. there's like uh, cage-free, which mm. means that they're in a warehouse and they're just not in cages. They're so just you, in the big cage. So you could, ha- yeah. yeah. So you yeah. could just have like a thousand yeah. chickens in a Are small warehouse. Are we all warehouse. in a cage? Right. Can you ever be cage free? Uh, I mean, we live on one Earth. So. <laughs> <laughs> Until Elon Musk built his spaceship. Yeah. Uh, and then you have, um, and then I think the next one is f- uh, free range. Okay. Which I think is where they're Open not field. in a. Yeah. I think I think that's what it is. Yeah. And then you have ones that will say we have this many hmm. feet or yards per chicken. Gotcha. That they can move around. So it's mm. like they're not right next to each other, shitting on each other, creating yeah. disease, all that stuff. So I used to buy this one. And the eggs, they come, they're brown because that's like mm. a chicken egg. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they actually, uh, when I first started eating them, I didn't like them that much. They taste different than the ones that you would get. Yeah. Like the, how can you describe the difference? I think it, it tastes more animally. Animally. Yeah. Huh. Like, because uh, I remember buying the just the generic eggs at some point after the white eggs and i remember thinking that these taste very much like uh like an egg taste that yeah. i grew up eating huh. just like a very it don't they felt like cheaper no just like not not animally not oh, earthy. okay gotcha yeah just like very i, I don't want to it's not fake it's not like mm. a fake egg taste but mm-hmm. just i don't know growing up I, when i had eggs and yeah. then now this is more like the egg or the yolk is like more uh yolky like mm. creamy or mm-hmm. whatever like so thicker yeah thicker yeah. and so it was like kind of weird and sometimes you see the um the little embryo or whatever Ooh, like the little yeah. red dot that, cre- that creeps you out yeah it does creep you out that for sure out, creeps for you sure. out yeah you're like mm, you're like too close yeah. to, uh, <laughs> kind of like i would chicken. like these sterile ones please yeah, yeah. <laughs> i want the never had a chance yeah. option uh egg so uh yeah they they um they kind of weirded me out for a bit and then i got used to them yeah. and i because i would buy them uh and then uh and then covid happened and apparently the chickens uh needed to get paid more because yeah they went on strike yeah they went up in price yeah. a lot and then i was like i can't buy uh two dollars an egg or one dollars an egg because I have to do other things with my life. So yeah. I started buying the cheap ones again and, and it was kind of gross to yeah, be honest. Like, like eh. the going backward was, and then I got used to it again. Right. Yeah. It's just kind of like, there's a, it's a weird difference between those mm-hmm. kind of eggs and the other eggs. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know, maybe the, maybe the process the what they're feeding them. I mean, there's so sure. many sure, different true. Uh, variables that I'm sure it goes into the flavor profile of an unborn chicken. Yeah. Uh, oh, another thing they would do, which is probably fake, but in the packaging, they would yeah. give you a little slip and it was like, this is the bird of the month. And it would be like, Angela. Yeah, this is Harry. Wait. Angela loves what? eating crickets <laughs> and, you know, whatever. Angela's pronouns are. Yeah. Cluck. Clucks. Clucks. Clucking. Clucking. Um, 
Yeah, it's uh, that's interesting. I remember when the prices shot up because they had to like you know kill off so many because I think it was bird flu, right? Yeah, yeah. unfortunate um, during a, a weird time. So it made it even worse. Yeah, so it was, it was like crazy. inflation, mm-hmm. bird mm-hmm. flu. It's like one thing on top of another. I remember yeah. people on like Reddit like going like, "Hey, like anybody got some spare like chickens?" Like like bitches were like planting their own coop in their backyard because right. they were they didn't want to pay the extra like five dollars it cost you know whatever yeah. it was. Uh, so then they just end up spending more on taking care of the chickens. People were <laughs> willing to go feet for head first into full on chicken coop responsibility just to avoid five dollars yeah. up up charge or just not buying eggs for a while. That was yeah. a solution too. There's yeah, other a, things to eat. Wait, what? <laughs> no, definitely. Not. I remember when the hard bo- peeled hard boiled eggs yeah. in the bags. It was cheaper to buy. They usually come in six, a yeah. half dozen. It was cheaper to buy two bags of that than it was to buy a dozen raw eggs it was pretty weird the way they were they were like uh yeah pricing them up and yeah i I, you know i also remember the first time seeing somebody buy a carton of egg whites and how i thought that was kind of weird yeah isn't it you know it's just like the yeah it feels weird when you take the yolk away it's like it's it's a fluffy white you know uh mess uh of just like uh i guess you could pretty pretty much only make uh scrambled eggs with it right or i uh, guess you could make an omelet yeah you can make, yeah, yeah, make an omelet you, you can make anything do, really you can't just do the runny runny part yeah um and then and then i remember this year i went to a, a restaurant food show in chicago and you know i've gone a couple years in a row now and i've seen this certain category of food grow which is the meatless vegan fake you know fake uh meat uh, category you know yes. you have of course the beyond me and like a starbucks meat right? and stuff and now the egg the fake egg uh market has like really exploded i saw like three or four different companies that made a pretty convincing egg i had tried a few ones with yolk with like the yellow and the the white yeah uh together and it was completely egg free you know, like you know egg product chicken product free animal product uh, it, it was, yeah, I was like, wow, people are going through great lengths to make this shit. Do you know what they're making? Taste like it. What? Do you know what they're made of? The fake eggs? Yeah. It's like, um, a lot of it's, uh, well, some of it's soy based, um, but there's also a lot of like non cause like soy, soy becoming like, like a, like a, um, you're not supposed to have a market that much of, of it. yeah having yeah. you're not supposed to eat a lot of a lot of soy like that so like a lot of people are trying to move away from just relying on soy to do to do the fake stuff so I think it was a lot of like chickpea extracts and stuff like that and like uh-huh. um um yeah uh, another a different type of bean I, I can't remember the 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 quite the the uh, the whole mixture of it lots of oils yeah um, interesting are yeah. they low calorie too. Um, or is it more just playing to the non, I don't think, I didn't think they were low calorie. Yeah. It was, it was strictly just like, Hey, do you want something that has a high shelf life? Because it's like fake and, um, you know, something that you can offer to like your vegan audience. Uh, If you're running a breakfast restaurant, it's like eggs is a integral, uh, cornerstone to your, your whole operation. And so like to have something like this, that tastes really close, I think is like, um, I don't know, important for, for today's audience. So. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they used to use, not used to, but they still do, but the egg scramble or the tofu scramble. Yeah. 
which which is i mean pretty good i mean if you make it well but uh, it's pretty good it's definitely not egg it doesn't mm-hmm. taste like egg and i think they only try to be egg when it's when you're making a, a scramble mm-hmm. dish yeah uh but yeah i've tried some of those as well they have one really common one in the store i think they call it just egg or something like that yep and it's just like a carton with yeah. like the mixture in it yeah and and it's a, it's decent i know so for so people were buying egg whites because mm-hmm. of the because of mm-hmm. the health reasons because people say that you shouldn't have too much yolk yeah i guess it has too much cholesterol i don't know if that's still true but yeah i've heard a lot of like con- controversial things about that and there's like a lot of back and forth yeah. i think the general consensus is like the egg as the whole is like actually healthy yeah and it, positive for you but then you don't have too many of them like anything else and it's fine exactly yeah don't overindulge in anything really so yeah. i think the point of it is really just uh calories i think that's mm-hmm. why people eat so like starbucks has a lot of the egg white yep. wrap egg white whatever and i think that's mm-hmm. why it just makes it less calories so yeah those are those are pretty good i think yeah. um and i saw that they're starting to like sell those in the in the frozen food aisle, those little egg bites. I think they start, they're starting to sell those like from Starbucks or just the uh, Starbucks branded ones. Yeah. I think I saw them the other day. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was interesting. So now you can just make them at home if you're really like super in love with that product. Yeah. Yeah. The Starbucks, they use, I I could have sworn they used to make a wrap that had cilantro in it. Mm -hmm. And so the only thing I would ever really get at Starbucks would be that Beyond Meat thing or whatever. Yeah, the, yeah, the impossible. impossible. I don't know. Sausage. And yeah, but but I don't like I don't like it that much. Mm-hmm. It's like if I was really hungry and I wanted to eat something, I'd usually just get that. Uh, but then I had one of their egg white wraps recently. It has spinach and I think tomato <clears throat> in it, mm-hmm. and it I guess doesn't have cilantro because I didn't taste any cilantro in it. It was really good. Yeah, they make pretty pretty good frozen food. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's I think I think a company of that size goes through so much rigorous uh quality check and quality control and just like um test marketing and things like that before it actually hits the nation yeah. wide scale. So like whatever you're getting at Starbucks is like going to be at least accept- acceptable from a a taste standpoint, you know? Yeah. So they won't come out with something that people are like, Oh, this is disgusting. Or it's just like, <laughs> eh, it's okay. Yeah. 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 When I was flying through Toronto airport mm-hmm. from, uh, no, yeah, I don't know. I think Toronto, uh, I went to a Starbucks in that airport and they had a, they had some different breakfast sandwiches. They had an actual burrito that had potato and stuff in it. Yeah. And that was really good too. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Generally, yeah. generally like their food i mean it's probably not that good for you but uh if i'm on the road and need especially in the morning because i'll get coffee there mm-hmm. because starbucks is very like it's fairly consistent mm-hmm. if you go to a starbucks that isn't one of those that's in a grocery store or something it's like eight times on the 10 it's going to taste the same as usual yeah but uh, so it's good when you don't have another choice. You go there, you know what you're getting, mm-hmm. and yeah, usually pick up breakfast or something. Yeah, it's um, yeah they go through they go through a lot of like quality control stuff that you know and tries to ensure. 
you know, and a lot of those things now, a lot of those coffee makers are like one touch button operations. Like it's, it's like, uh, if you go to like a national brand or whatever, and they're using a, an espresso machine that's like got a touch screen on it now. Um, it's kind of hard to mess that up. You know, yeah. of course there's always those mom and pop barista shops, you know, the local guys that have the big, you know, old fashioned Italian, you know, or French, uh, espresso machines that come in imported that are like $40,000, you know, uh, that require lots of manual operation, you know, yeah. so a lot of people, they still revel in the, in the, 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 the process and all of the different intricate, um, things to go into making a good cup of espresso, you can really go down a rabbit hole, and yeah, you know, well, Starbucks definitely isn't that, right? But it's like, it's to your point, the consistency of like a decent cup of coffee is what people still go back, and yeah. they like the taste of it. They, they've over the time developed an audience for like the taste of. Well, that's why people drink Bud Light, Coors, yeah. and so on because mm-hmm. it's extremely uh, consistent. Yep. Like you, you, you're probably never going to have a, a Coors Light that tastes different, uh, in from a bottle or can. Mm-hmm. From draft, sure, because it can be old, whatever. The CO two can be off, whatever. But it's gonna taste. It's gonna have the same familiar taste. Yeah. Uh, Consistency is key. Right. But I wonder about the coffee, like with Starbucks, uh, yeah, the prepared drinks, those, wh- how they mix them and everything mm-hmm. can can actually taste quite different. But I think the actual coffee taste is, is pretty much exactly the same. Yep. There are some of those artisan coffee shops, like there's one, uh, or craft coffee shops, whatever, yeah. like Monk and Mongoose here in Denver. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're... Every time I go there, it's fucking delicious. Like every single time I go there, it's so good. Yeah. And uh, they're one of those places they make, they grind the beans, mm-hmm. they they prepare the espresso, and and they have one of those giant machines that's probably forty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Is it the machine or is it the beans? It's 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 everything. Like it's like the. So if Starbucks took the same beans mm-hmm. that Monk and Mongoose is making, put them into one of their automated machines, mm-hmm. would it taste the same? Uh, or is our... the is the is the manual machine gonna taste th- mm-hmm. with 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 a with a mm-hmm. skilled barista gonna mm-hmm. taste better? Arguably, the, the 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 one with like the more manual process because you have more control over each step of the of the process you know the what is what are the grind settings how fast is it how how um you know what what's the the course uh level i mean are uh you know i'm assuming these really good shops they really understand the bean that they're using and the exact uh way to grind it Mm. the exact way to pack it you know, they may be uh, spraying the the softening spray that you know that sometimes they use on like the ground uh, before they actually pack it. Um, you know, you get a full control over it, and all, there's also just like um, I don't know. There's probably things in the process that baristas pick up on that they can then change on the fly according to like, oh, this grind seems like it's coming out a little more coarse today or 
like these beans aren't as fresh as yesterday. So maybe they are preparing it slightly different according, you know, they're making an audible halfway through the process of it so yeah. they can really get you the best cup of coffee. Um, you know, when you send it through an automatic machine, it's just like same process same every time. time. And so I don't know there, there is, yeah, there's, there's still an anything, whether it's coffee or making burgers or, you know, um, uh, any kind of like creative pursuit or product, um, you know, it's like the, the human handmade touch is always going to like, I think resonate better with people. Um, because there, there's like what we just talked about, which is like the, the process and the, the, I don't know, the fine, finessing that you can do when you have a human doing it. But there's also just like, I think the perspective perspective or, um, perception from the, from the, the guest or like the, the customer, like, Oh, it's handmade. So it must be better. So you always, you have this kind of like this, like, I don't know, this already like it tastes 15% better because yeah. of that. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seriously. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've definitely been to coffee shops where they're they're doing things themselves, and I have thrown away the coffee because it's yeah. been so bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, burnt, burnt cup of coffee yeah, is the worst. Which yeah. I'm like, guys, you do one, like the main you you the name of your place is something coffee or or whatever. That's the main thing you do if your main product isn't good, like not just phenomenal but just good mm-hmm. you have to close like you just have to close i don't yeah. know yeah like you, you shouldn't you shouldn't exist <laughs> like it has to be better than starbucks you know what i mean yeah i mean yeah. starbucks is is like it's, they're not the mcdonald's of of you know i don't know maybe like chipotle or something <laughs> of like burritos uh yeah they're good like they're real good uh they're not the best like i wouldn't recommend someone coming to the u.s be like go to starbucks it's great coffee yeah. but also like when you you can go get it anywhere i feel like yeah. globally at this point oh too. yeah so, like, for sure but it is known as like american coffee i suppose right i think so but yeah but to your point yeah i mean i was when i was in uh in portugal they were around yeah <laughs> like on like corners yeah. yeah it yeah it's it's very very common especially in uh in airports you mm-hmm. see one in pretty much every airport in the world yeah there's also like just um i don't know concerns over sourcing your beans and things like that like you could go down a rabbit hole on the sustainability part part of it and with a company that's bit as big as starbucks you know you have such a grip on the market and you know there's some probably some not so savory things that Starbucks could do uh mm. to its suppliers um whereas like you have your smaller local mom and pop shops that probably can slip through the cracks or through the and probably do a better job of like helping out you know smaller businesses maybe i don't know sure. much about Starbucks's sourcing i know they like claim to be like you know lead certified and like you know rainforest certified whatever the that certification is i can't remember mm-hmm. uh but yeah there's some there's probably some some things that maybe they've uh they've also probably helped a lot of like growers across the globe you know yeah yeah uh, i guess i don't know i mean they've definitely made coffee mainstream yeah like before starbucks 
you definitely had coffee shops, but I don't think they were nearly, I don't think drinking coffee was probably nearly as, uh, mm. I mean, e- even more so than like Dunkin'. I mean, yeah. D- Dunkin's a really popular brand too, but not nearly, I think, as big as, as Starbucks, at least if you went somewhere else in the world. You would you might see a Duncan in certain cities, really pop, you know, touristy areas. Boston, yeah, gotta get your dunks in. <clears throat> but you, like, if you went to Norway and you were like, "You guys ever heard of Duncan?" They'd probably, eh. yeah, probably not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you had Starbucks, they're, I, I mean, yeah, if they're from a city, then they're probably more likely to say yeah. But I think they they made coffee more mainstream, um, yeah. more than just having it at home, uh, at least in the U.S. I don't know about in Europe because I think going and to like especially in Italy, like going in the morning, grabbing an espresso, like that's always been I think a, a popular thing. Yeah. But in the U.S., yeah, they made it more popular, so growers benefited. But who really benefited? Mm. Who knows? Maybe maybe yeah. like. A couple of families. I wonder how much coffee is responsible for the product productivity output, you know, across across the the world in terms of like yeah. making people more. Uh, I don't know, high, like in tune, ready to go, get that caffeinated boost. You know, yeah. Like what would we do if like one day the co- coffee just like wasn't a thing anymore? We'd probably find some other stimulant to get hooked on to get us through the day i mean yeah like <laughs> like nicotine i guess right yeah, yeah. like maybe maybe coffee has helped people uh use nicotine less i don't know yeah yeah i, yeah, and, I, I know that coffee is not like it's always been a thing people coffee have always drink coffee but <laughs> coffee and a cigarette that'll open you right up <laughs> yeah yeah your morning coffee and cigarette yeah uh, I, I think that was the thing in the previous generation, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, nobody nobody smokes cigarettes in Colorado. You ever you notice that? Like, there are people that you know still, but yeah, like I know very few. Yeah, in fact, sometimes I'll go uh, travel to another state and go hiking, and mm-hmm. people will be smoking cigarettes on the yeah. trail, and I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. This is disgusting." <laughs> yeah, I uh, I think you were there with me when we were playing disc golf, and there was a guy. Yeah. Just like kind of doing his thing, he was in a group of two, and he was, you know, we let him kind of play through uh, our our kind of uh, crew that we were running with that day. And guy was holding the Michelob Ultra and smoking a cigarette, just like and throwing a disc, just living his best life, (laughs) just like no fucks were given. Just I kind of admired that guy in a way. I was like, wow, yeah, yeah. If I if if I had like, I don't know. If I had like, if somebody was like, Chase, you're going to die in 10 years, I probably would like do that, what that guy's doing. Just yeah. Kind of smoke as much cigarettes as I can. Just like. So then you die in five constantly. years. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I've seen people do it. Yeah. That did. That, that guy was probably 40 years old. Yeah. And, and exactly. he looks 70. He, and he looks like he ha- just hasn't been his first rodeo. That guy's been doing that for a long time. Yeah. So I don't know. I could probably get away with it. And in, and if I died in eight because of it, then uh, so be it. It was already gonna end in two years. That regardless. doesn't. That's not like okay. So you're probably gonna die when you're between the age of seventy and a hundred. So does that mean you should die when you're forty? If somebody told me I was, no, Donna, what? 
Yeah. What does that even mean? Like they're like, hey, you got this disease. It usually makes yeah. You got this disease. It's called being human. You usually die around seventy. Yeah, but if they're like, so you're like sooner, kiddo. Fuck. So when you're sixty, you're gonna just chain smoke. Yeah, yeah. If they were like, hey, it's (laughs) not looking good. If I got some sort of sign that it was that I was on, so if you the if down. you knew right, so so yeah. like so the the human life or male life expectancy is like seventy or something like that, right yeah. in the U.S. So if you knew that you weren't going to live to a hundred, if you were like, and also, does anyone really want to live to a hundred? When you're a hundred, you probably don't. Yeah, yeah but like so, when you're younger, it sounds good. But then when you get older, you're like everything hurts. And so once you hit sucks. ninety, yeah, maybe. I th- I think actually it, it it probably really depends person to person. Yeah, how your lifestyle was and stuff. Mm-hmm. But let's say you hit ninety, you're relatively healthy. You're like chances of me getting over a hundred are pretty slim, even as a healthy mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're just living life after that, right? What is living life at a hundred look like? You know. Yeah, I think probably especially like if you're like a like you had described uh I don't know, somewhat healthy. Right. You made it that far so it couldn't be that you couldn't be that unhealthy unless you have like really good genes. Yeah. Yeah. So So you're hitting up the club. You're probably not hitting up the club. You're probably not walking very much, you know? You're probably kind of like, you know, know, you can walk Maybe. some. I don't know a lot of 100-year-olds and yeah, I don't know a lot of a hundred year olds that can walk, that can run marathons. You know, uh, can you run a marathon? I could, yeah. No, I feel like I could train and run a ma- marathon. But yeah, when so you're a hundred, there's no training. Oh, no, you a marathon. could, you could train. <laughs> you could if, if you're healthy, train, if you're a healthy hundred. But you couldn't successfully train. <laughs> it would be like, yeah, day five, and we'll Chase see. just fucking broke all of his bones in his uh, legs. I don't have the computer today, but if I did, I'd be looking up if there's ever been a 100-year-old who has uh, th- who has ran a marathon. I know there are some really old people who have done things like um, skydive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen like water barefoot water skiing there's like a 90 year old that did it once that sounds incredibly dangerous for a 90 year old yeah that's, that was, i think that's why it made such a big headline it was like do you remember it was a tuesday or something we went to keystone to go snowboarding and we were sitting in the the uh food hall mm-hmm. and we're looking around and we're like the youngest people in the room and mm. like by far a most, lot of, most lot of oldies yeah most yeah. of them were 60 plus and uh-huh. Uh, my thought was, damn, are you really doing a sport like this at that age? Yeah, right. right. Because you're, I'm just thinking here, uh, when I go, my chance of kind of uh, doing a lot of work on my bones and joints and stuff, it's like pretty high. So Mm. I'm thinking when I'm like 60 years old, I want to preserve my body. Yeah, you know, to to be to be feeling good when I'm a hundred. Yeah, not, yeah. Not that not that you're like decrepit when you're sixty years old. That's like a really good age to be still mm-hmm. if you've lived a healthy life. But but now you're like counting the years mm-hmm. uh, of of like really being a healthy, uh, able-bodied person. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, I think you know. I used to think that when I wasn't so good and then I think with skill and just time and learning how to ride, whether it's ski or snowboard, 
because a lot easier and a lot less taxing on your body. I'm sure none of those people are hitting the jumps, you know, True. they're, they're just kind of cruising. They're just kind of letting gravity do its thing. And they know, uh, I mean, they're that old. They, they've probably been doing it for most of their life. So they have the right mindset and technique to go in the, where it's like very low impact on their body and they're just cl- uh, cruising greens and blues, taking it easy you know, they're just kind of moving. So they're just back out and there forth. for the day, just to yeah. Kind of cruise there's no out. difference between that and like you know something like water aerobics. You yeah. know, just kind of keeping your body moving, you're swaying yeah. back to side. That's different, but you know, yeah, I get the idea. Yeah, it's it's like I don't know. I I I could. I mean, I pickleball arguably little... is significantly more safe, even if you're just cruising. Yeah, definitely more safe because I think there's less velocity involved. Right. Um, and obviously like less of a chance to, for somebody, I, I feel like it's like with driving, it's like driving can be incredibly unsafe no matter how good you are, because you just don't know who behind you or around you is going to be good. Right. And the, the same can be said for the, the mountain, right? You could be 65, 70 years old, the best skier. And then all of a sudden you got this 20 year old who's day two on the mountain. He comes crashing right in the side of you and suddenly you hit your head and there's no coming back from that. Yeah. And you're dead. You're dead. By the way, uh, an update on the Alabama Auburn game. Auburn is still winning. Uh, they have since made a field goal. So they're now up 24 to 20 and there's nine minutes and 20 seconds in the fourth. We just got an upset alert from uh, Apple TV or Hulu or whoever that was. <laughs> And all y'all listening right now will know the outcome of this game. So um, this is a little. This is like we're speaking to our future. It's authentic. Future audience right now. So I'm gonna try this olive. Go now for that I'm it. Done with my drink here, and we're yeah. gonna see: is it an Italian olive? Mm. Is it a Portuguese olive? Or is it an American olive? We gotta. I need. I need you to rate it, Mister Olive Connoisseur. You know, uh, Whole Foods has an olive bar. Yeah, they do. Lots of different olives. They're expensive. It is expensive, yes. Uh, And you can get uh, lots of different stuffed olives. My personal favorite olive is a pepper-stuffed olive. Mm. Spicy, uh, just... Oh, man. Yeah. All right, here he goes. First impression, he just swallowed it. He's chewing, he's thinking, you can think he's... You can see he's like really trying to get all the notes on his palate. Mm Mm-hmm. Mhm. Yep. Do the get all the notes on my tongue, and it's. What do you think? And um, on a rating to one to ten, one ten being the best olive you've ever had. Where are we at? Seven. All right. It's pretty good. All right. Pretty good olive. Not sure. too bad. It has. It has a. I don't really. I don't like when it has a really olivey taste. Mm. It doesn't has an olive taste for sure. Yes, but because uh, it's an olive, mm-hmm. uh, and there was a lot of meat to to pit ratio to seed ratio. Ooh. So so that's a good thing then. Yes. Yeah. Yes, okay. I would say so. Yeah. So uh, I guess you'll be trying uh, your olive. Uh, yeah, I don't wanna. I don't love olives. You dude. ever been to Olive Garden? I have, and I every time I get caught. Ooh, there's a fight. Throw up. Oh, get it. Who who got it? I like my hockey like I or I like my football like I like my hockey. 
you know? This might be Nick Saban's last season if they lose this. You two, think? two losses nah. for Alabama? Nah. Nah. Yeah, you're out of here. <laughs> of course, Alabama fans might think so. No, I mean, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, Alabama fans bought his house, so. That's true. That's co- or the boosters, which yeah, the boosters. You know, I guess are the fans. Yeah, arguably, right? I mean, the people who cheat. Let's talk about something recently that happened that's incredibly shocking and just unbelievable to think about is the buyout of Jimbo Fisher. So oh. in the last couple of weeks, the big news around the world and of college football is that Jimbo Fisher. In his, I think, fifth or sixth season with the Aggies, Texas A&M, of course, gets fired, let go. But of course, nothing like uh, Texas A&M to uh, completely um, make the wrong move with lots of money. That's what they're known for. They have like the most money in college football, and they owe him oil money, right? They owe him $75 million, which means they have to pay him out over the next X amount of years, whatever, how many years he was guaranteed. I don't know the number. It was five, right? Something like that. So I think the math was that he will be getting paid every single day. Jimbo Fisher will be making $21,000 to not coach. That's pretty sick. That's almost how much I make. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Now, the question is, if Jimbo Fisher, say, accepts a job coaching somewhere else, is it now, uh, right. does he get double dip? Or yeah. do, does the team have to now pay his buyout clause? Because yeah. are they basically like benching Jimbo Fisher? Like, it's like, hey, we, we bought you out for the next five years, which means like either you coach here or you don't coach anywhere. And we've decided you're not coaching here, so that means you can't coach anywhere. Yeah, I wonder about that too. I do not know. I think contracts make sense that they wouldn't have to pay him if he took another job. But that's insane to get paid to not coach. Yeah, that's that like a lot of CEOs. Money. Yeah, that's like uh, uh, which which I think it was a, one of the banks or big financial companies. Uh, there was a, a CEO or C-level person who got fired because of sexual assault oh. and is, no, it was, a uh, no, this is okay. So that is probably still a thing, but, uh, coach of an NFL team, mm. I can't, uh, um, blanking off the top of my head. Uh, he, was. he, uh, no, I don't. Okay. He, uh, in like a bunch of emails he had sent over time, there was a bunch of racist stuff in them. Oh shit! And yeah, he got fired. This. Yeah. yeah, and 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 they fired him, but still had to pay him out. Uh, oh yeah. And so now, right. and I think there was a second guy for the team. I want to say it was like the Jets or something, but uh, yeah. Now they're just like, so you can be super racist and <clears throat> still get paid. That's, yeah, yeah. It's like interesting. severance is interesting in that same way. Like, yeah. You know, when you want to get rid of somebody and you basically have to pay them to go away. Right. Yeah. Right. Because it'll cost the the company less than like the lawsuit of keeping yeah they have to like sign a bunch of paperwork saying like by accepting this money it's kind of like an nda in a way when you settle in a lawsuit it's like oh take the settlement money but in return you can't say anything right indefinitely for an x period amount of time so uh, here's what i would do spend all the money and then say something you know what i mean it's mm. like what are you <laughs> what are you gonna get me now probably they could kind of they could sue you for a violation for of i have your, no money in terms of agreement 
They probably won't get the money back, but you'll owe a bunch of money. That's okay. I, it was end of life for me. <laughs> yeah. I spent all the money. You spent all the money, and now I am I went to Ibiza. smoke and drink Michelob Ultras and play disc golf for the rest of my days. I took acid 24 hours a day for three months. <laughs> I'm messed up. Yeah, you are not deemed uh, suitable to hold uh, trial. Yeah. yeah. I'll bleed insane. I'll be like, the drugs did it mm. to me. Mm. Uh, Bido will, will bail me out. Bido will bail you out. That's what I've learned uh, in the last. Dude, I'm just wait. I'm just counting down till years. Tiger King gets out, and we get our Tiger King too. You know, I want that. I want that. That Bravo if, TV uh, reality show. If Bido doesn't doesn't pardon Tiger mm-hmm. King, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be. I'm voting for Trump. Un- unacceptable. Yeah, <laughs> that's the line that we've drawn, folks. Uh, Tiger King or bust. I hope he hears that. That's my wish, so please do it. Yeah, I think that you're not alone. I think there's millions of Americans that feel very similar. Yeah, yeah. and I would like to see Carol Baskin killed her husband. Brought to justice. <laughs> Brought to justice. <laughs> Those are our two wishes. That is kind of a weird thing that we went through um, during the pandemic, is yeah. the Tiger King fiasco. United everyone. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter if you were yeah. Kim Kardashian or... Uh, the, a homeless person. It basically, I you know, you could say um, Tiger King saved America. Now, follow what I'm saying here is we were such a divided uh, country during that time with uh, the Black Lives Matter movement and um, you know the 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 tragedy of uh, um, the 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 gentleman that that passed away. Right. Um, what was his name? I'm, I'm also trying to remember his name. Um, but, uh, yeah, we needed somebody like Tiger King to bring us all together. We needed that that that, that viral moment of, like, binge-watchable TV to bring us back together. And uh, uh, George Floyd was his name, yes. by the way. Um, and we needed, we, yeah, we needed to be uh, reunited as a country. And I think Tiger King, in its odd way, kind of did that for us for, a, for maybe just a brief moment. There's nothing like a redneck uh, bringing us back as mm-hmm. Americans mm-hmm. Yeah. with American values, like being gay, mm-hmm. but also loving guns. Yep. And loving Bud Light, smoking tons of meth, probably. Yep, yep. Uh, Owning way too many cats, still going to church. Yep, this is God. This is all of America. Yep, and loves his business. You know, he's a good. He contributes to society. Yeah, economic provider to a lot of people, which people think, but doesn't actually pay his taxes, which is even more American. Ooh, yes. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, And gets away with it. That's like the epitome of being an American. Right. Yeah. If there's anything I learned from Donald Trump's presidency, it was that. Yeah. It's like you don't really have to um, pay taxes if right. you know a guy that can cook the books in a, in, in a legal way. Legal. 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 If you have a Above C- the board. If you have a CPA, <laughs> everything will be legal. Yeah. It doesn't matter if maybe he made you know a couple couple errors maybe a couple commas got misplaced you know maybe right. this one company lost a little bit more money than it didn't actually did he received it, some listen, envelopes of cash it has to have that little seal little signature certified right. by 
and it's fine. Don't look under, don't look past, you know, the signature. If, if the guy who has the degree in certification, uh, says it's good, it's good. Yeah. My hands are clean. Yeah. I told him, I said, this is how much money I made. This is how blah, blah, blah. Here's all the yeah. assets. You figure it out. Also, here is a uh, hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. But you know, do what, listen, do, do the legal thing. Wink, wink. Right. Legal. Right. L E G A L. And you're Bro. texting him on your burner phone and you send the wink face. Well, uh, first off, the burner phone, um, they actually, they like connect faster. So it's right. just about efficiency. It's not to try to hide anything. It's like, you know, I have a dedicated line to my CPA guy, just like I have a dedicated line to my fixer, you know? Yeah. He's also just like my Ukrainian brother-in-law. You know, uh, speaking of George Floyd, uh, mm-hmm. one of those guys, one of the the ex-cops who's in prison. Oh, Derek, Derek Chauvin, is that his name? Sure. It, he just got stabbed. He got stabbed. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. Not good. Not, Not good, good for that guy. So do you think, okay, here's my theory. Not, this isn't my theory, uh, but here's my question. Hmm. Uh, was it a guy that he had pissed up while mm. he was a cop, right? Mm. Arrested, maybe, whatever. Oh. Was he okay. uh, just targeted because he was a cop? Mm-hmm. Was mm-hmm. he targeted because of what he did, mm. right, to George Floyd? Likely, likely. Uh, or was it because he um, just pissed off somebody, you know, because that can happen too. Yeah, there's so many prison. different reasons why you could get stabbed in prison, right. you know, not um, – you know, when, when somebody makes you either you're, you're the, the beta, you know, yeah. and they like, you're, you're my little bitch, you yeah. know, and you got to so report. So he, he didn't submit and then you gotta he got to report every, at, at five thirty every day to right. give him that special gift, yeah. you know, your alpha. Yeah. Um, he didn't show up maybe, you know, that, that could be a, that could be a, a thing. It's that a, could be a situation. Thing. Yeah. He could be homophobic. Yeah. Could be homophobic. Right. Um, cause that's what homophobia is, is, you know. You know, not wanting to get raped, not wanting to, right. <laughs> yeah, to service your alpha. Um, yeah, it could be, it could be a lot, a lot of that stuff. I'm sure there's going to be an investigation. Um, I mean, or not, we yeah. could, we could just Jeffrey Epstein him. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, um, it's, uh, there's probably, a, there's probably a story. It's probably the Derek Chauvin story that he wants to get out, and you know, he'll he'll get killed before he can tell it. Do you think Netflix will make a documentary about it? They could. You know, they haven't made. Have they made a an Epstein doc yet? There's probably a couple out there. Oh yeah, yeah. There's you know? definitely. I've I've seen one. Uh, I saw one. Yeah. A couple of years ago. What was what was the conclu? Do you remember the 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 general consent? Was it that he didn't kill himself? Oh, oh, I don't remember. I'm trying to remember if they even talked about it in that documentary. Oh, I, I want to say I watched one that was on. You know, I'm I'm mixing Epstein and Fire Festival for oh, some reason. Oh shit, Fire Festival! Yeah. Did, did you buy your Did you buy your uh, <laughs> Fire Fest two tickets? By the way, I wonder if that's still happening. Yeah, I, I bought it so I could resell it. Mm. You know, like do do one Tight. of those. Yeah. So I, I am. You're looking at a potential millionaire over here, I'm thinking, that or someone with a good time. It is kind of it. It is kind of crazy that Blink 182 was the headlining band to the original <laughs> Fire Festival. Yeah. It's just kind of weird. And it was Super it was weird. the bad Blink 182. Yeah. Um, without Tom DeLonge. And they're like, we need money for some reason. Yeah. They're like, we'll we'll agree to do this. Oh no! They fucked up. 
Uh, it doesn't look like. Oh, they didn't get it. It doesn't look like he he ended up getting it. Damn, he's like, oh shit. He looks upset. So what happened? He touched it. Man, this is a really close game, huh? What happened? Let's see. Right here's a replay. Uh So so fair catch. He gets it. Oh, maybe he did get it. Uh, probably not. There's maybe a flag. Oh well. Um. Yeah, Fire Festival, man, it's happening. Get your ticks at firefestival2.com. Apparently, that's it's happening. It's like I don't know if they've released the. Imagine being the the bands that they go to. Like, listen, we need. We think you're the perfect band for Fire Festival too. It's gonna be great. Um, can can you dedicate two days, two separate performances? You'll be on day one, day two. What do you think, Santana? And Santana's like, <laughs> fuck yeah, I'll do it. I'll yeah. do three days okay. Fire Festival. And then they announced it's it. just Santana. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, in, in fact, they were gonna do Santana Fest, but then the funding dropped, and then the guys from Fire Festival came in like, we'll just take over. We will call it Fire Festival too, but it'll really just be Santana Fest. That's what it was. I could get down with some t- Santana Fest. Yeah, I was recently listening to his music. He did, you know, a lot of those collabs he did with like Rob Thomas. He did like a Nickelback collab. Yeah, you know, good. St- like that guy. The guy knows how to how to crush genres. I think he's like. I don't know if he's um, from Mexico, but I think he's. Of Latin descent, I think so. Yeah. You know, and so like he successfully uh, transversed the mainstream of pop music during the early two thousands and beyond uh, with his signature guitar sound. You know, much like Jack White or uh, I don't know Jimi Hendrix, just like yeah. has his own distinct sound for sure. So, uh, so Alabama did end up getting the ball. They didn't get the touchdown. They they must have gone down or something. Well, shucks. Yep. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna say that they didn't really deserve this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, in the spirit of we got FSU football versus the Florida Gators, oh, we nice. have the Alabama. T- uh, what is it? The tide? The roll? The the who, yeah, roll they? tide. The, the yeah, roll, uh, roll crime. The rolling tide versus. I mean, so many great uh, matchups in the the world of college football. The rivalry games. As Later they call we them. have Georgia versus Georgia Tech. Tech. Gonna just be a stunning day of football. So hopefully, uh, there's some good ones. I'm sure everybody listening now will know the outcome of all these games. But we're all we're all excited here. We're all excited. Yeah. Uh, 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 Michigan won the yeah, Ohio. Ohio State. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very exciting. Down down to the last uh, drive. You Good know? game. Good game. Un- Missing their minutes. head coach because he, he cheated. But. Yeah, there's some cheating. There's some cheating stuff going on, but, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Don't want to. Don't want to um, accuse anybody. It's fine. It's fine. He has to still go in front of the jury, <laughs> e- even though he's been suspended. Uh, uh, you know, it's premature. Yeah, yeah. He didn't do anything. You know, twice. We don't want to make a, a hasty decision over you know hard evidence of cheating, right. but it's not looking good. I just want to say that. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I'll say that I'm still not a Michigan State fan because I never was. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, what I would say is that um, I'm also not an Ohio State fan. Yeah. What I would say next might surprise people. I am 
not a University of Florida fan either. Oh wow, that is shocking. Yeah, I didn't. I couldn't have guessed. Couldn't have so guessed I, that. I'm rooting for shirt. Florida State. Florida Boom! State. Booyah! Yeah. And well, what do you say we keep it a short one today? Um, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, if you want to keep up with what we're making here at the Lucky Duck, you can hit up our Instagram. Uh, check out all the great recipes and drinks that we make on each episode. Um, again, this today's episode was the Dirty Martini. Uh, you can check out exactly what we use to make it, uh, including the exact uh, brand of spirit. Uh, today's uh, Belvedere Organic Vodka. Um, catch us... Uh, Catch what Miles and Sarah are doing at Adventuring Eyes and AdventuringEyes.com. And until next time, everybody, stay safe, be safe, and we'll we'll be here for you. Adios. Adios. I've been learning my Spanish. Nice. Go to bed. Go to bed. Go to bed.